Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting a like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from Birthday Book and says, Am I the arsehole for wanting to keep an expensive birthday gift and makes my boyfriend uncomfortable? I, female, just turned 25. Have a friend, Logan, male 25, and we've been friends since we were seven or eight. I have a boyfriend, Matt, who I've been dating for seven months. My birthday was last week, and I had a dinner party for some friends before we all went out to a club. There was eight of us, including Logan and Matt. We had a little bit of a gift opening before dessert, and Logan gifted me an old copy of The Great Gatsby. The book has special significance to us because for many years, Logan and I lived in different countries. We kept in contact, but we didn't see each other in person for about four years. We finally got our parents to agree for me to fly to his country to visit in 2013. We were talking about what we were going to do on the visit and I really wanted to go and see the Great Gatsby movie, which had just come out, as it is my favorite book. Logan had never even heard of it. And I said he had to read it before we went to see the movie. Logan was never academic and to this day, it is the only fiction book he's ever read all the way through. Not counting children's books. Whenever I ask him to do me a favor, he always replies with, I read The Great Gatsby for you, so I may as well. And it's a running joke. We always go big on birthdays, but this book means so much to me. The day after... Matt said he felt the book was an inappropriate gift because of how expensive it is. I tried to explain to him that it's just a sentimental gift and that the cost isn't the point. But Matt said he feels weird that another man gifted me something that costs more than his car. This argument went on for a long time and Matt said that he thinks I should return the book. And if it means so much to the both of us, then Logan can keep it. I told him to grow up. We've been having this fight on and off for a week. Matt's saying that it's reasonable for him to be uncomfortable, but I think he's being a jealous child. It's not like Logan gave me a giant diamond necklace just to show off. He gave me something heartfelt that means the world to me, and I think that should be more important than the fact that Matt thinks it's outside what he deems an acceptable budget. My mother is saying to give Matt the benefit of the doubt, and maybe ask Logan to keep the book for now, and if one day Matt is more secure, I can take it back. My dad is saying Matt's an idiot. My girlfriends are split. This argument is just dragging on and I'm leaving for my birthday trip tomorrow and just need some perspective on whether I'm being unreasonable wanting to keep the book. Edit. For everyone asking about the book, it is a 1925 edition, well known to be fairly rare. The prices vary, but it's Googleable if you really want to know. There are a range of prices and it's somewhere in the middle. I'm not going to say the exact amount. For everyone asking why I'm not dating Logan or why I never did. I explained this in detail in several comments, but 
this is the most comprehensive and reflective one, I think. There was a YouTube segment of Olivia Coleman and Amelia Clark having tea together. And Olivia said to her, what's your favorite item in your wardrobe or something similar? And she said, a beautiful Chanel cardigan that I really love and I've never worn because it just doesn't suit me. And it just reminded me of that. It's not that I don't absolutely adore Logan. I do. I can unreservedly say he's my favorite person in the whole world. But if you ask me why I'm not in a relationship with him, I don't have a concrete answer. Because there's nothing about him I don't like, but it's just never happened. And I think he would say the same thing. When I think of the way he was with his ex and the ones I've had, including Matt, I don't see us being that way slash those people for each other. And we'll start straight in the comments with Beck2010, who says your dad is a smart man. Listen to him. Logan gave you a gift that holds sentimental significance to both of you. If it had been a girlfriend who had given it to you, Matt wouldn't care. He cares only because he is jealous. Not the arsehole keep the book. And to put a little perspective on how Matt needs to stay in his own lane. You've known slash been with Matt for seven months. Logan has been your friend for 204 months. Logan is a long-term friend. Matt has been in your life for a hot minute. Edited to add, please secure the book. Matt may destroy it, hide it, or even sell it, and maybe you should break up with Matt. Her, your mother, he's insecure. Dragonfly OK says not the asshole. It's a lovely and thoughtful gift. His insecurities are his to deal with. Perhaps Reddit has ruined me a bit, but please keep the book in a safe place for now so Matt can't do something like selling it behind your back. Wingshooter says this space is wild to me. You reverse the sexes and it's a pick me girl or a homewrecker trying to steal your man. Are we sure Logan is cool with just friends? No one's an asshole here. Keep the book. Good insurance policy if nothing else, but I can totally see where your boyfriend is coming from and his feelings are valid. He's insecure in your relationship. He should be. You've been together seven months. Your friend has a much closer and longer relationship with you than he does. Inside running joke that isn't terribly funny or witty. Word Word Numb says everyone sucks here. If this is the first time he spent this much money on you, it's a blatant power move by Logan to make Matt feel insecure and humiliate him in front of your friends, combined with a big romantic gesture. It simultaneously says, look how much money I'm willing to spend on OP, and look how much closer OP and I are than you are with OP. If it was about sentiment, it didn't have to be a super old copy of the book. Matt is being insecure and trying to make you return the book as a proxy for seeking assurance you don't reciprocate Logan's romantic feelings. He's not being clear about how he really feels and he's interpreting your refusal to return the book as a sign that you have feelings for Logan. You're also an arsehole for making this about just the book and not giving Matt any reassurances about you and Logan. Yes, he's being insecure, but imagine how you'd feel if a close long-term female friend of Matt gave him an overtly generous gift in a similar way. You telling us you wouldn't feel threatened in the same way. You didn't have to return the book to give Matt appropriate assurance. If Logan is a true friend and there's no romantic feelings on his part, he'd understand and feel bad for making Matt feel bad. And one more comment which says, let's do the math here. Take a super close male friend plus give him a super, super sentimental gift to you plus that gift being insanely expensive equals Logan is 100% into you. You're the arsehole and if I was Matt, I would run the opposite direction from this situation. Don't be surprised when Logan reaches out to comfort you after you break up. So OP does update the post and they said, so I got some requests for an update. 
and I did say I'd try to post one, so here it is. Coming to you from a Mediterranean island that has been very unkind to my waistline. I just want to first say a huge thank you for all the responses. Internet strangers get a bad rap, but I really appreciate all the advice. So first up, Matt and I broke up. He didn't end up coming on my birthday trip, but we were kind of talking on and off and he sent me a text that dropped the album. And I didn't respond in kind. That was the last straw for him. Now that I think about it, that was the next hurdle that was coming. This just brought it forward, I guess. He'd be picking his things up over the weekend. I would like us to stay friends. I still like him so, so much, but I know that's not really up to me now. I told my mum about the breakup and she apologized for making me feel like I was in the wrong about keeping the book. She said she was just so used to seeing me treat men as disposable. Hmm? And because I'd been with Matt so long, she thought that maybe he might not be. She got too caught up in that. I think hearing that I wasn't even ready to say I love him was a shock to her. And she realized she'd been telling herself a story about him and me that wasn't what was playing out. On to me and Logan. Obviously, a whole wealth of opinions and advice was shared about our friendship. And honestly, going through the comments on the post was the first time I'd really ever thought about that deeply about our relationship. It brought up a lot of memories and feelings and I did end up talking to Logan about it and telling him about the original post. I ended up making a note of some of people's questions and asking him. I really wish I could include all his answers here because I think his responses were pretty funny. That said, word limit, so I keep the answers short. Logan did not buy the book as a way to express romantic interest and the plot was not relevant to his choice to purchase it. Logan has never wanted to date me. Feelings are complicated. Obviously, there was more we talked about, but I'll just leave you with another metaphor. Since the cardigan one was such a hit, sometimes a thin gold chain will sit in your jewelry box for a decade and over the years at a tangle, and the knot will be so inextricable you can't tell where the chain ends or begins. It would take a long time to pick that apart. Some people get out their magnifying glass and a good lamp and work until the chain is good as new, and some people might decide to just put it back in the box before they break it. We're trying to be the first, but the second might end up being okay. We'll see. I think that's everything. Thank you to everyone who responded. I laughed, I cried, I had an existential crisis. It was a wild ride. And I think it has to be said, below the update, it completely turned on OP, saying, you know, Matt dodged a complete bullet, mentioning the comment how OP treats men as disposable. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 
And our next story comes from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from AcceptableBird8624 and says, Am I the arsehole for telling my parents they're not getting money off me so they can spoil my siblings the way they never wanted to spoil me? My parents had me at 27 and 29 respectively. I was their only child for 14 years and in all the years I was living with them, they never believed in nice things or treating me for any reason. They had the money. My mum was often buying more makeup and shoes and my dad was into golf so their money went on their hobbies and I had basics for everything. Anything I wanted I was told no. Christmas and birthdays were for practical gifts. School supplies they bought without me because it was basically plain everything and they didn't want me complaining about wanting a character backpack or a pink pencil or something. I always remember it was really hot one summer and I was eight years old maybe. An ice cream truck stopped in our neighborhood and all the kids were getting ice cream so I approached my parents who were talking to some neighbors and I asked if I could have the money for one too. They said no because ice cream was not an essential and I could go inside and get some water if I wanted to cool down. A neighbor offered to pay for my ice cream and my parents put a stop to that as well. I went inside for the rest of the day anyway because I was upset and jealous watching all the other kids eat their ice creams and knowing my parents wouldn't even let someone else buy me one. They started to change after I moved out of home. I noticed when an invite came from my little sister's fifth birthday party. There was a huge surprise because I never got a birthday party. In the three years since they have thrown birthday parties, gone all out on Christmas, they took them on vacation, which I never went on but my parents did. Then several months ago, my parents realized I was doing well for myself with my art. They asked me to buy my siblings these big gifts for Christmas and I said no. My parents said they could only get so much and I shrugged. These were easily three to 400 USD gifts each that my parents wanted me to buy. And of course, I was to give the gifts to my parents to give to my siblings. A few days ago, my parents asked me for money for stuff for my siblings and I said no. They said I was being very tight-fisted with my money and to think of how much it would mean to my siblings. This is when I told them that they don't get money off me to spoil my siblings the way they refuse to spoil me. My parents said I was being petty and that I was punishing the wrong people. Am I the asshole? Final figure asked COP. They said, hold up. So when you were a kid, your parents went on trips without you. They left you behind. Christ alive, your parents suck. It appears they might have realized they messed up with you, but they don't get a redo on your dime. Not the asshole. OP says they went on vacation once or twice a year and never brought me. Mercy Corn says not the arsehole, you are not punishing the wrong people. Your siblings did not expect the presents, and especially if the presents are supposed to be from your parents. But while I understand your feelings, it sounds like you could benefit from therapy. It sounds like it still hurts a whole lot, and there is so much more underneath. Also, I can't understand from the text if you have anger for your siblings. If you do, then it is the wrong people to put that anger on. And as the pettiness goes, I'll go to my parents and say that if anything happens to them, you could raise your siblings the only way you know. Not out of spite, but because you never had it any other way. Also, it's cute that they realize that someone should be punished for that basic childhood. Did they ever apologize? OP says they have never apologized or even really agreed that they were too tight with me as a kid. And there was many people asking below this one, are you adopted at all? And comparing it to a very, very similar situation that they've seen where they adopted a baby, and then years later, they had a baby themselves and how they get very, very different treatment. And OP does confirm this and I'm confident in the fact that I'm not adopted. 
which is just incredibly sad and like some of these comments that I'm reading you can see the pain in OP's writing and how they feel and how that must have felt as a child you know them going on holiday on vacations and leaving you the fact that you can remember that time when you didn't get that ice cream and someone offered to get it to you and they still refused it's just incredibly heartbreaking but what do you guys make of this situation let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story and our next story comes from miserable pattern 1881 and says am i the asshole for telling my husband i don't want to go to the beach with him anymore my husband 31 male is very aware that i 27 female enjoy the beach it is relaxing and something that i could spend an entire day lounging at he on the other hand is not a fan of the beach but he's told me here go because he knows i enjoy it the beach to me is hanging out in the sand and enjoying the smell sound sight of it all my husband thinks going to the beach means spending it in the water i don't mind that part but i'll only go to about waist deep i can't won't swim and i don't trust the waves, so i'm cautious i'm not going too far it's a real fear of mine to go too far my husband has the thought process that we are at the beach together and need to do everything together so he attempts to coax me to go out into the water to like shoulder height and i tell him no he's very much aware that he can go but i will not he continue to ask until he gets mad that i won't do it too and an argument ensues same thing happens if we're sitting on the sand he'll want to watch a show slash movie on his phone get up and do something else or just complain the whole time i told him before that he can go off and do something else if he wants because i want to relax and enjoy the environment he won't because he thinks since we're together then we need to do everything together so then an argument ensues after several beach day trips ending in arguments i finally told my husband i don't want to go to the beach with him anymore i feel that if he truly wanted to go to the beach with me because he knew i enjoyed it and he would let me enjoy it in the way that i like to i also told him that i haven't enjoyed our beach trips due to the arguments and him trying to get me to do only what he wants he got upset over this and thought i was blaming him for not wanting to go if we don't go anymore then it's my fault am i the asshole Pooh-wee, that would get right on my tits. Now, I love the beach for very much reasons that you do. I love chilling out, but I also do get a little bit bored at the beach sometimes. So I like to have a little wander. I go like looking down the shore to see if I can find anything washed up or see any, you know, little bits of wildlife or anything. And so I'm quite happy to pace up and down the beach or I take a metal detector, a metal detect, or just dig a bloody great big hole. <laughs> but I certainly wouldn't expect you know family around me to be doing exactly what i'm doing you know people go to the beach to chill and they just want to relax so absolutely not the asshole to me in this situation like i said that would drive me mad but positive source says my wife and i like to go to the beach she likes to lay there and soak up the sun for hours i like to lie there and read but then go for a swim i lie there some more then go for a walk the whole time my wife just lies there we both have a great time Time Tie says not the arsehole, do not mix your DNA with this person till you can resolve these issues to your satisfaction. Is he very needy, trying to insist that you do everything the same and together? It sounds like it verges on controlling behavior, and if so, you need support from elsewhere in case you need to get away from him. He's threatening your safety by encouraging you to go deeper into the sea. His behavior is limiting to you. It seems he cannot tolerate you doing what you want. Why? 
And is it just on the beach or is it in other areas of your life too? No confidence says not the asshole, but I can't help wondering if this was his plan all along. That is, he doesn't like going, but he said he'd go because you like it, but then he proceeded to make the experience very unpleasant for you every time. So now you don't want to go and he doesn't have to feel obligated to go with you. It seems like he did it all on purpose in order to avoid more beach trips in the future. Monster says not the arsehole, I wouldn't enjoy spending so much time with someone who keeps insisting and prodding that I do things that I don't want to do. Bit about making you go farther out into the water than you are comfortable and getting upset when you won't do it. That's incredibly shitty behavior to me. Does he do that with other things? It just seems so wildly irrational to start arguing with you because you won't do what he says. I can't imagine that's going to lead anywhere good. One more comment from Saving Surround who says, this is difficult, but I'll go with everyone sucks here. He knew you loved the beach and maybe he wanted to share that experience with you. You know, participating in something you love with someone you love. When he realized that all you wanted to do were solitary and solo activities, he seemed upset. He came to spend time with you, doing something you love and all you want to do is sit there alone. He was definitely too pushy with swimming and should have respected your boundaries with that. That definitely makes him an arsehole. But honestly, if you knew that your love of the beach was best experienced alone, you should have said no the first time he asked to go with you. Or at least clearly explained to him what you did at the beach and how it wouldn't be the best couple time. Instead, you went with him several times and, according to your own post, it seems like he was doing all the effort to spend time with you while you just wanted to do your own thing. That makes you an asshole too. If you're hanging out with someone, the focus should be on that someone, not the activity itself. Unless you both specify that you're okay doing it alone. I agree that you should stop going to the beach together as you clearly don't enjoy it together, but you shouldn't completely blame him. He was trying to spend time with you doing something you loved, me. For me, it came off as I love you and I love the beach, but we're at the beach. Leave me alone because I can enjoy it better when you are not there. You mentioned he complained a lot. If I were to hang out with someone and all they did was sit there and not spend time with me, I'd complain too. As said, you're both assholes and need to communicate better with each other. Interesting comment, but now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation and how would you deal with it? Let me know in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. Truly, it's absolutely incredible. And hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns